Chris Davis takes it in the back of the end zone. He'll run it after the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 25, 50, 45. Here goes Davis. Oh, my God. This is going running all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. Auburn's going to win the football game. And tonight, hey, it was BYOG bring your own guts. And they brought some guts and some heart, and they never quit until the last one. Kick is blocked. Kick it to the all right thank you for listening to the uh, esbc podcast where the purpose of the podcast is always to make me money, right? I'm not uh, a hypocrite like uh, politicians, right? That they overly generalize in athletes to say, hey, I do it for the people, I'm doing it for the family. We're doing this to make money watching football. And every podcast is a business meeting. And a business meeting has to have a purpose and an outcome, right? And the purpose is to make money, have fun watching the games, the outcome is that we're at 62% college and we're actually 62% NFL. But the reason that's important is because 52.5% is break even. We want to get to 70%. That's the goal. That's why we call it 70%. Because we want to get to that goal. We've been at that goal. Uh, we were 77% NBA. Close to 80% college basketball before it closed down last year. Uh, last week, we were at 67% uh, college football. And then last week, uh, some errors in judgment, uh, more research needed to be done. Uh, you always do the Hawthorne effect. And the Hawthorne effect is that you challenge your thinking. Uh, I guess the Democrats are calling it an action review, right? Where you're reviewing your actions. You're reviewing uh, why you did what you did and how you can uh, better yourself, right? Uh, like Rene Descartes said, and also uh, Socrates, uh, a life unexamined is not worth uh, living. So you always have to, uh, when you get a wager wrong, it's because you picked the wrong team and either your process wasn't right or luck, right? So what we're going to do today is we're going to go through all the SEC games. We're going to go through all the Pac-12 games. And we are going to go through all <clears throat> Big Ten, Pac-12, and SEC. All right? So let's start right away with Indiana in an hour. Uh, Michigan State plus eight over under 52. Uh, Indiana and anybody – have any questions on Periscope about football, let me know. We've made a lot of money watching uh, games and making money off the games over a 12-year period. My wife has bought like $38,000 worth of gasoline just on uh, picking games. All right, so Indiana at Michigan State. Take Michigan State plus eight, right, over 52. Usually this will be an under game. We have two defensive uh, minded coaches going after each other. <clears throat> but with COVID-19 and the lack of tackling, uh, 
that's not going to happen. Now, Indiana, uh, they have a great coach. Now, number one rule of betting is do not bet your own team. And I love Coach Allen in Indiana. He was a defense coordinator at USF, where I graduated from. And, man, he's a great guy, man of faith, great man. And he has Indiana rolling right now, but they have some serious flaws. They, they can't run the ball. And really their defense hasn't stopped anybody. They've gotten turnovers, right? And he's great at teaching how to get turnovers. However, when you wager on games, you do not factor in turnovers. Now, if a, if a coach like Pete Carroll or Coach Allen is good at creating turnovers, you think about it, right? before making your bet, but it's not a certainty. Uh, take Michigan State plus the eight over the 42, all right? Penn State going to Nebraska. And really, Nebraska hasn't shown anything. Uh, they had COVID problems. And the reason I'm going with Penn State on the money line over the 56 is because Penn State played last week. They have a really good flow. And Nebraska hasn't gotten a flow in the season. They haven't hit. So the conditioning and game stamina will favor the Nittany Lions. Again, you got two offensive guys, James Franklin, Coach Frost, in that Nebraska offense has not gotten rolling. They'll get rolling this uh, against Penn State, but Penn State will end up winning the game. Um, now you have a, in the Big Ten, you have Illinois going to Rutgers. It's Rutgers minus six. Over under is 52. Uh, you have two defensive-minded coaches. Lovey Smith, again, he took the Chicago Bears to the Super Bowl. He won a Super Bowl as the defensive coordinator of uh, the greatest show on turf, right? The Rams. Coached in Tampa Bay with Tony Dungy. I remember going to training camp and watching him. Uh, he was a linebackers coach back in the day. Uh, both these coaches have coached the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, both are developmental programs, right? They don't get blue chips like your LSUs in Alabama get. Uh, and they're struggling uh, this year. First year for Shiano back at Rutgers. Uh, minus six is too much. Illinois is revamping things. They're getting some guys back. Look for uh, Illinois to cover the six. And usually two defensive-minded, hard-nosed guys like this, uh, under normal circumstances, this would be 100% under game. But with COVID-19, the lack of tackling, and uh, Chiano's been doing trick plays, look for this game go to go over the 52. All right. Now, big game, probably could be the best game of the day out there. It's going to be Northwestern going to Purdue is plus three over under is 50. Take the under. Uh, Hankowitz over there in Northwestern has a defense rolling. Good defense will beat a good offense, right? It's almost like in baseball, good pitching will be good hitting. Uh, both, again, developmental programs, but Northwestern's farther ahead this year. Then Purdue, Purdue's 2-0, and but uh, it seems like Northwestern has more depth. 
right? And, and the reason I didn't do as well last week was because I did not do enough research and I wasn't thinking things through as much as I should, but I still broke even. So I did my research, went deep into Northwestern, went deep into Purdue. Uh, Northwestern has more of a flow, they're more depth, they have more depth, and they'll keep this game under. Uh, Wisconsin and Michigan goes to Ann Arbor. Wisconsin's had horrible COVID uh, 19 problems. Uh, they did not play last week. Michigan has been playing. Uh, Michigan's going to cover those five points. And again, uh, both coaches like to control the game, like to get established the running game. So this game normally under normal circumstances will go under, but because of COVID-19, this game will go over the 52. Michigan's going to cover the spread. Uh, Wisconsin might win, but it's going to be like three by three points. Um, it doesn't really matter that Wisconsin's down to like their third string quarterback because their offense is so rigid. And so based on the, on the play action pass and the running game, uh, the weakness in Michigan is their defensive backfield. All right. Uh, their, their defensive backfield. So right now, uh, Wisconsin can't throw. So since Wisconsin cannot throw, right? Since Wisconsin cannot throw, uh, they, they will not be able to take advantage of the Michigan uh, lack of production, lack of skill set in the secondary. Right, so Michigan is going to cover plus five over 42. So now we'll go to the Pac 12. USC is going to Arizona. Arizona hasn't played first game of the season. Uh, you're getting plus uh, 15, so take the 15 over the 68. USC, Gomer, Helton uh, doesn't cover, he doesn't cover the spread. Uh, I think uh, Coach Sumlin's a better coach. Uh, they don't have nearly as much talent as USC. USC will win the game. Arizona will cover Coach Sumlin. will cover the plus 15 in Arizona. Colorado and Carl Durrell going to Stanford. And you're getting plus numbers. You're getting plus 10. Uh, over under 54. Uh, you're talking about two guys who coach again in the NFL. So usually... In the NFL, when uh, it's a division game and you're getting plus 10 or more, you almost bet blindly the dog. But you do your research. Colorado uh, coming off a win against UCLA. UCLA is a down program now. So, and Stanford got clobbered by an uh, upper echelon program in Oregon. Uh, look for this game, you know, in Stanford, just the style of play doesn't lend itself to covering spreads. So uh, that man doesn't cover spreads, David Shaw. So take Colorado plus a 10. They won't win the game, but they feel good about themselves coming off a win, style of play at Stanford. And again, this game, because of the Stanford style of play, usually 
would go under the 54. Uh, I would stay away from the total. Uh, if you had to play it, go over. All right. Washington State against Oregon. Uh, you're getting plus 15. Uh, the coach, uh, I forget how to pronounce his last name, uh, Renovich or something like that. Uh, he coached at uh, Hawaii. He did a great job there. Uh, he did a great job last week. Oregon State uh, looked to win that game. They were, they were uh, positioned to win that game. You know, Jonathan Stewart's getting that program rolling. Uh, you know, and this being the first year for the Washington State coach, you felt that maybe uh, Oregon State had the advantage. Not at all. Washington State was ready to play, and they uh, blew out, basically, Oregon State. Uh, Oregon, again, style of play. Coach Cristobal uh, loves to run the ball. He's breaking in a, a quarterback. So they, they have a, a talent advantage against Washington State, but they're not going to cover 15, right? 15 is way too many points. And Mike Leach recruited well, all right? And those eight guys coming back on defense, Rubinovich, uh, benefited from COVID-19, uh, being able to uh, integrate uh, his systems with a late start. And they looked great last week. Uh, Oregon will dominate the game, right? They'll, they'll be more physical. However, they're not going to cover the 15. Uh, 57, you can go either way. I, The way COVID-19 and everything's been going, uh, this could be if it gets into a shootout, Washington State has a chance uh, just because of Crystal Ball being such a control freak and he has a muscle on the offense. It's hard for him to get in a shootout. So I bet what I bet was under 57. As with the air raid type stuff, again, uh, Crystal Ball being uh, as conservative as he is, he, he actually against Stanford of all people, he, he had dime coverage. So they're going to drop eight, rush three, keep everything in front, right? Playing uh, conservative on defense to keep it under the, uh, the 57. Oregon State at Jimmy Lake in Washington. Again, a defensive-minded guy, guy who wants to run the ball. He wants to put it on the defense. Jimmy Lake, NFL guy. So I like the under 52, and I like Oregon State plus 15. Uh, again, Crystal Balls, David Shaw, and now Jimmy Lake. Now, I'm making an assumption with Jimmy Lake because this is Jimmy Lake's first year, but him being a defensive coach, I would assume he's going to have that Tomlin approach, right? Put it on the defense. Don't lose the game, right? Cause turnovers. Let the other team lose the game. Unforced errors. So look for Oregon State to cover the plus 15, but it'll be under 52. And Jimmy Lake, again, he uh, beat uh, Leach five years in a row, rushing three, dropping eight. And everybody's doing that to Leach now. Uh, and again, when you do that, when you play that zone, keep everything in front, games go under. 
Now we'll go to the SEC. They've had a lot of cancellations. Look for Kentucky to cover minus 17. Vanderbilt is horrible. And Kentucky needs to win. Uh, Coach Stoops from the Stoops family, he does a fantastic job uh, rallying the troops, getting those guys fired up at Kentucky. Developmental program, they, they go in two-year cycles. He's in the first year of the cycle. So look for Kentucky to cover the minus 17. Sam Pittman, uh, the head coach at Arkansas, offensive-minded Offensive line coach, he's done a great job going in. I, I thought Chad Morris, uh, Clemson guy, Devil Sweeney guy, did a great job recruiting in Arkansas. He didn't get enough wins. And maybe he didn't have enough time. He was there two years. Sam Pittman's done a great job with those guys. He has three SEC wins. Florida, they're, they've been horrible tackling. Uh, they haven't stopped anybody all year. Uh, that, that limited Georgia offense went up and down the field on them. Uh, but they got the big win, big emotional win. Uh, so Arkansas is going to come in there, and uh, Sam, Sam Pittman is a great motivational guy. He has COVID-19. I don't know if he's going to be there. But Arkansas is going to be fired up. Talent disparity, especially the Arkansas offensive line, which Sam Pittman is a specialist at. Uh, they're going to be able to control the game against those Florida Gators. And Florida, again, has had a horrible uh, time tackling this year. So look for Arkansas, or like my wife from the state of Florida calls them, Arkansas. Look for Arkansas, the Razorbacks, to cover the plus 17 in Florida. Off of the emotional win. And then the last game we'll cover is South Carolina Gamecocks against Lame Kiffin. And Lane Kiffin is getting 13 points. Uh, Lane, I, I don't know. As long as I follow Lane, Lane Kiffin, I've never seen him out coach anybody. Uh, South Carolina needs to win. Uh, there shouldn't be that talent disparity at all to, to justify uh, 13 and a half, 12 and a half. I got it at 13 in Bovada. I went plus 13. your South Carolina Gamecocks, right? You, when you go to South Carolina, you see the bumper sticker. You can't lick our, yeah, exactly. You cannot lick our Gamecocks. <laughs> uh, well, Mushamp's on the hot seat. Almost shouldn't bet it because I met the guy a couple of times. He's a great guy, great coach. Comes from that Bill Belichick, Nick Satan tree of defense. Look for South Carolina and Will Muschamp to cause turnovers. They haven't been able to stop anybody this year, which is weird, but I guess COVID-19, he can't hit. He can't do the Oklahoma drill the way he wants to. So his defense has been horrible. But Matt Corral from here in Southern California, he's been known to airmail it a couple times. And Lane Kiffin is very loosey-doosey with uh, that offense, even though I like the double-barrel shotgun. I think the double-barrel shotgun should be used more often, and that's when you bring in your, your drop-back quarterback and your running quarterback. You put them in the formation. You don't know who's going to get the ball. You can direct snap it to the running quarterback or to the drop-back quarterback. 
and the uh, running quarterback acts like a running back, right? Philadelphia should do that with Wentz and uh, Jalen Hurts. Double barrel shotgun. He's running it a little bit of Mississippi. But uh, look for Will Mushram to cause turnovers and cover the plus 13. All right. Extra research this week. Feel really good about these games and have fun watching football. We always close the podcast with the words of Sir Winston Churchill, who got us through World War II. You make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you give. Thank you for listening to the ESBC podcast. Thank you for blowing it up, man. The, the podcast went tenfold. Uh, Army team total. Hey, Tim, over 21. All right. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll, I'll throw that in right now with Army. Army team total over 21. Uh, usually Army is an under team because they run that triple option and they run clock. But this year, the tackle has been so horrible. All those games have gone over. So I'm going to play that right now. Thank you, Tim. All right, and uh, we'll keep it rolling, man. We'll, uh, I got ahead on work, so the podcast was late. So I'll be watching a lot of games, and I'll be active on, on Twitter back and forth, having fun watching these games today. Thank you for listening to the ESBC podcast. If you haven't heard of Anchor, it is free. It's a podcast that I use. <clears throat> and they really do a good job for us here at the GFSN betting and team report podcast. It helps us make 70 to 80% of your bets. Now, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started, my brothers. All the best there is.